This podcast is brought to you by Inked Gaming. Shopping around for some fresh gaming goods to add to your stockpile? Find everything you need all in one place when you shop with Inked Gaming. Inked is a reliable supplier of premium gear and has been since they first started in 2011. They are truly a brand built by gamers for gamers as they carry all kinds of essential goods such as playmats, mouse pads, dice, sleeves, bags, trading cards, and so much more. Some products also have custom design options that enable you to personalize them with unique designs of your very own. Their collection is rich with all kinds of top quality items and supplies, including play mats, mouse pads, board games, dice sets, day totes, deck boxes, sleeves, trading cards, and much more. Every artist and designer who is a part of the Inked Gaming Artist community receives a commission from any product sold with their work printed on it. They make sure that all products are closely inspected for quality and they won't produce or ship anything that they wouldn't use themselves. In addition to being a friend, Team Inked is also our sponsor, which is good news for you all. Having Inked as a sponsor means that we have access to some nice perks, including 10% off that can be applied to your order when you shop at inkedgaming.com slash pkmncast. Just use promo code PKMNCAST at checkout and your discount will be applied to your order. That is 10% off by going to inkedgaming.com slash PKMNCAST. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 509th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. With me is Will. I just FYI, don't ever uh, get me a Tetris or Puyo Puyo game. I'm currently obsessed. And Who can't made do this mistake of giving this with game? my life till I master Tetris and Puyo Puyo? <laughs> why the, the, the I person mean, who was sitting next to you last the question night, is why would such a person life do this to you because okay so ah. Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 is you can do four player competitive and we have occasionally done that with me always coming in last so now I have my own copy so that I can practice but if you know nothing of the Puyo Puyo it is about strategy and complex strategy and it's real hard hmm and I'm obsessed because <laughs> one of the levels I can only I've stars. only gotten up to two stars. And I'm like, but there's three stars. I have to be able to get three stars if there's three stars. Yes. Puya Puya Tetris was the first the last game I've imported. Yes, I remember that night. If, if longtime podcast listeners will think back to 2015 when I tried to fall asleep on your couch and you left Puyo Puyo Tetris one running on your PlayStation and it screamed at me in Japanese. Why every were you minutes. leaving that on? Yeah, that was accurate. Why were mm-hmm. we? Why were you at my house? Because I had a job interview. Oh, why was it on? Because we were going to play, and then Will fell asleep. No, that was it. Was like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. We had stayed up literally all night for some Property dumb brothers. reason, watching videos of. We were. I think we were watching. We weren't even watching. No, we weren't even watching the quote unquote good Twitch plays Pokemon. 
We were playing the subsequent one where they did Pokemon Stadium and it was like random Pokemon oh, in Pokemon yeah. Stadium. And, and we're you, like up until three o'clock in the morning watching bet, that. You bet whether the blue team won or the red team won. And they'd be like, red team has like a Paris, a Dratini, a uh, Mewtwo. And the blue team had like Blastoise, Dratini, uh, Charmander. And you'd be like, oh, I think the. So either way, was a good there time. were some. There were some Milwaukee locals that Steve escorted out the door and left. Puyo I am Puyo also on. here. I don't have Puyo Puyo Tetris. I don't recall this. Greg is I here. I have Merge Mansion Spring Event. That is what's taking up my time. Yeah. Merge Mansion is a game I only started Merge playing Mansion. because of their ads, mainly because of their ads as described by the Game Theorist YouTube channel. And they have Kathy Bates in them. So I was like, well, what is this game that can afford Kathy Bates? And then I started playing. And it's dumb. Not anything as advertised, right? Yeah. Well, no, it is. It is exactly as advertised. But it's a dumb game. And it just is there to eat up the 10 minutes of my time where I'm like, I don't want to do any thinking. I just want to slide things together. Mm. Why don't you play Cafe Mix? I have sliding. standards, Steve. Is, is it a vertical a game or a horizontal game? It is a vertical game. Interesting. If only Cafe Mix was vertical. Look, turning a phone isn't hard. <laughs> it is designed to do that. It has mechanisms made in there to it sounds flip like easily. The vertical on your games own are wish. more fun to play. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> that is not the you get the most bizarre lessons out of things people tell you. Like, I don't know how the rabbits in your brain interpret things for you, but it is always wrong. I'm just saying, if Cafe Mix was vertical, I'd be playing it every single day. No, you wouldn't. No, you it's, wouldn't. It's a swirling game. Yeah, you don't like yeah. to swirl. I don't want swirling. The, number two gripe of the day, thank you for reminding me. I was listening to one of our episodes from maybe three to four weeks ago. <laughs> somehow, somehow I missed when you totally trashed probably my favorite Pokemon game of all time. Ranger? Pokemon Ranger. Because, you, Greg, you missed it as well because you're like, nobody wants to take their stylus and destroy their DS uh, second screen by swirl by writing circles on it and that that was such a mistake i'm like how dare you how, how did i you? not catch you Were you on the episode yes <laughs> look i have to explain to people 90 percent of the time i'm not listening to a thing steve says clearly that's why the show works out so well yes <laughs> uh all right well, we've got some pokemon news today do we yeah we do i got i got news articles here First bit of news is off Destructoid. Pokemon Unite hits 70 million downloads worldwide. This was actually posted like a day ago, so relatively fresh news here. The Pokemon company reports that over 7 million people were, well, 7 million people, maybe 7 million devices. I don't know. I don't know how they're classifying, maybe like fresh accounts with emails. 70 million people worldwide have grabbed the game while the figure wasn't broken down and of course does not denote active players. The number comes from a uh, new Japanese YouTube ad, uh, the subtext that says 70 million Pokemon Unite downloads mark include both mobile and Switch editions. And then Destructoid goes on to say, Unite hasn't changed much in the past few months. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> true. Most part, we get a new character every so often. Mm, yeah. Polarizing limited time event. A whole bunch of login bonuses uh, for some site of currency. They note cowboy... <laughs> cowboy paranoia. <laughs> Easter eggs. Cowboy paraphernalia. Now. Easter eggs is happening now. Cowboy paraphernalia is gone. You know, that is... I, I like reading that out loud because if you haven't logged into Unite for a long time and you log in... And then you're like, why am I getting music notes? <laughs> <laughs> you get music notes, Easter eggs right now. You know, there are 70 million downloads and five people know to switch to Dreadnought. <laughs> Look, I played again this morning. I am very close to 1600 and it is weekends are nightmare fuel. I still believe that when they put Unite up on the 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 world stage or whatever, and people actually are kind of forced to watch it because they're putting on Pokemon for the weekend to watch all these battles or the TCG or everything, I feel like you're gonna, we're going to see a big bump. Incorrect. In, in people Incorrect. being like, nah, 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 because that's what happened with Pokemon Tournament. We're like we're like waiting in line to play. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee at, at in Nashville. They put up they put up Pokemon tournament because they got finals and every like every single person in that arena wasn't really arena it was a conference center uh was glued to that TV. Okay, people, then yeah, your you, definition of a big bump is different than my definition you, of a big bump. If a bunch of Pokemon nerds are going to pick it up again for about five <laughs> minutes, I don't consider that yeah. a big bump. I mean, also, you put anything on TV while people are waiting in line, they are going to be glued to the television. Oh, what yeah, else are you going to exactly. no, no, no. See, Greg's never been to a world championship or tournament. When Here's a really good example. When we were, when we were me, Will, and a bunch of other people... We're at the 2019 EC World Championship, and they showed the trailer of, like, you can't fake out Dynamax Pokemon, here's, like, room service for Trick Room. Like, they showed, like, the, like, six or seven, like, new mechanics they had around Dynamax. And that entire conference center lit up. You would have thought that the National Dex slash tree haters of sword and shield were the quietest people in the world because of how excited that entire conference center was how does that change what i said because like you're underestimating like what people like see with their eyes like i've seen firsthand somebody who had zero interest in pokemon watch the black black two white two finals and walk out buying a ds and a copy of black two white two and oh, then what a weak-minded individual I okay think, I how, think you are, how does that translate into long-term performance and not in the moment interest like i said it was like you put anything on a tv when people are at an event and you advertise the thing that they're at the event for people are going to be excited about it how does that translate into once you leave the event and you come down from the crowd high that you are still into that thing? Because the, because Unite is better than it was. They played Unite when it was bad. Unite is in a significantly better place. They see Unite. They get excited about it. They play it. And now they're like, this is a better game. And then they keep they playing. They play it for five minutes. Nobody goes to Dreadnought. And they bail. <laughs> exactly. Like, like what's happening now. 
Okay, Greg, how do you expect people to play Unite then? You're the one playing it every day. Tell us I how. Am. Tell us your enjoyment of how new fans are supposed to get into Unite. Please. They're not. Be gone. Learn what you're supposed to do and come back after you've had some lessons. If the World Championship isn't going to get new people in, I don't know what at this point, because I don't think it's a Zoomer roll. <laughs> well, a lot of people like that egg. True. True. Where, where are we? Where are I my don't notes? know. Pokemon we don't ever get Go. to see your notes, so how we can't even keep you on track. Pokemon Go. Subst- I can't say this word. Sustainability week. Sustainability beat. Yeah, there's no B in there. Until the end. Until the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cher- Ch- Cheruby? Cheruby? I don't know Cheruby. how to say it. Cheruby? Cherry yes. Ubi. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ubisoft made a cherry, and they called it Cherry Ubi. I can't remember the. Is it Oranguru or Oranguru? I can't remember that one either. Does I it watched, matter? I watched that episode. It's of the an orangutan. Uh-huh. Oranguru. Interesting. Interesting. I was going to say Oranguru for now, uh, or I'll probably switch it halfway and forget. They make their Pokemon Go debut, the Sage Pokemon. For a limited time in Pokemon Go, you will be able to encounter a shiny Cheruby. Ruby. If you're lucky, complete timed research during Community Day and we'll plant trees. On Saturday, April 12th. <laughs> Niantic Excuse me? Always out here surprising us. Just so, plant the trees. Saturday, April 23rd from 10 to 8. During this period, there will be timed research available. Each phase will require you to walk to adventure, not walk. No, adventure. Look, look at them moving away. <laughs> look at the words they're using. Each phase will require you to adventure one kilometer, and while doing so, you will earn an encounter with Cherubi. During the entire April 23rd, the entire day of April 23rd, every trainer who adventures 5K during Community Day, Niantic will plant a tree up to 100,000 trees, so get exploring. Just plant the trees. Just do the right thing. Oh, it's not inspiring. <laughs> just plant the trees. Well, look, Greg, they will just walk. I just, mean, number, number just one. Just move your legs. <laughs> exactly. Number one, this is very similar to the whole, we have a matching gift from our blah, blah, blah. So if, you know, anytime you make a donation, it's actually doubled. Okay, number At, one. One, it never is. No, 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 no. The opposite. See, I know a little bit about fundraising. Number one. <laughs> They, they, they've set the goal so low that they know no matter what happens, if the goal is going to get hit. They're going to plant all those trees. Number two, and this is the real secret of the matching gifts, is even if the goal is not hit, those people contribute the money because they want to get the tax write-off. So they're going to plant the trees anyways. It's like a Kickstarter. They're like, here are stretch goals for Kickstarter, but in reality, they got those things all ready to go. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, they hit a stretch goal that I was like, dang. Well, I guess I have to do that now. <laughs> Gotta think of a new goal. Uh, there's a collection challenge. A nature-inspired collection challenge is coming. Complete it to contribute to your elite collector medal and earn a mossy lure module. Two of the Don't Pokemon need you need to catch Gloom and Weepin' Bell will only appear when you use a mossy lure module. Well, that's a bummer. Pay that cash! You'll have an Oddish Grimer, Turtwig, Grottle... Cheruby, Trubbish, Thoraseed, uh, Oranguru, and then if you're lucky, Venusaur will spawn in the wild, which could be shiny. And then Phantom will spawn in the wild. 
And then the following Pokemon from 7K Eggs, Diglett, Alolan Diglett, sorry. Larvitar, uh, Cherubi, and Oranguru. There will be a free bundle. Oh, there we go. So you need a Mossy Lure to get Weepin' Bell and to get, uh, what was the other one? Gloom. Gloom. Uh, but you will get a free Mossy Lure in the game shop at no cost. Let's see how many Mossy Lures I already have. <laughs> I have a lot. Them all the way. And this is, when was this date? April 20. So this is the same day as Community Day. Saturday, April 23rd. Yeah. So we'll be, yeah. Greg and I will be at PAX. So Community Day is two to five. So they really want us to play all day. I didn't plan for this Niantic. Nah. I mean, will well, I they gave you a week's notice. Will I play all day? Yeah, probably. What else am I doing? When? Where? Why? I mean, good. I have two. Well, heaven forfend you right attend a panel, somebody else's panel at PAX. I'm on two panels this time. No, I said attend somebody else's panel. Oh, you know, to be honest, I haven't even looked at anyone else's panel. I have no it's clue. I, what's I, I, I'm not surprised. I, I, the slightest I, bit. I literally have no clue what is actually happening at PAX. I don't know who's going to PAX. I don't think Nintendo or Sony or Microsoft is there. I don't think Capcom is there. I know Twitch is not there. I know Discord will be there because I have a meeting with Discord. Business as usual. Hey, Discord has, has only been good to us. Uh, I have I have no clue what's happening at PAX. Greg, do you even have PAX plans? Are you just showing up? Did, did Greg look at the menu? Yeah. <laughs> is is, that, is that the people, royal us? I... Because Discord does nothing but annoy me with notifications that I didn't ask for. I have I have a series of people that I'm already meeting. Okay. I mean, I wanted to try to make it to the Magic the Gathering thing, but it's 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Thursday, and that would require me to actually spend money. So I don't want to enter the... And I Wait, it's on th- who's planning events staff? at 8 a.m. on Thursday? You're going to be lucky if you get into the building in time because they got to scan I mean, it everyone's... Goes, it goes from 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. But you still have to pay money for it. What, like 20 There bucks? are on-demand de- events also happening. But the thought of me packing up all my de- decks and flying <laughs> to Boston is just not... I've done just, it. Just bring one or two. Not what's what's the issue? Can happen. Because I have to find room for them. What? How big is a magic deck? I'm you played it. It's a hundred cards. That's that's nothing. This might be the only time Will has been on my side on this episode. Well, I just recognize that Greg has particular luggage choices that don't. <laughs> I mean, you both have particular luggage choices that do not match. My luggage choices. I'm like, I'm bringing mean? the big. I bring the <laughs> biggest bag possible. I bring at all times. I I'm going for an overnight. I am bringing a U-Haul truck because I need options. I bring, I bring the standard carry-on size for the overhead I bin. Don't even own a carry-on because I would never <laughs> demean myself. I mean, I do have to actually. Uh, uh, did pay to put a bag in, so I might bring a couple. You know, the last time I, I traveled with the Greg, he had a very 70s. small carry-on, and I was like, yeah, why is your yeah, carry-on so yeah. small? You could have a bigger carry-on. I come from the glory days of the 70s where we had suitcases. A I mean, suitcase. I, what, did, what did I need a bigger case for? Options. Options? What, Footwear. What, what option? Sh- d- yeah, different you could, you put a different pair of shoes. A brown no... pair of shoes, a black pair of shoes. Hey, here's a, a, here's belt, a question. A black belt. 
Uh, how, look, I'm next to Steve. By default, I will always okay, look okay, better. You cannot set your level to the lowest common denominator. <laughs> Aim high. <laughs> Look, I'm married. What am I hunting for? Well, that is also the key difference between me and the two of you. I mean, I'm not on the hunt anymore. I People hunt me. I'm still well, a rooster bad. who has to have preened my plumage to attract the other roosters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of Pokemon Go, a little bit off topic here. But Ni- Pokemon Go creator Niantic is releasing a new game. It's an augmented reality pet game called Peridot, I think is how you say it. Peridot? Peridot? P-E-R-I-D-O-T? I think it's... Well, they call the creature Dots. Okay, that's fine. Is it P-E-R-I-D-O-T? Yes. That's Peridot. That's a mm-hmm. French word. Oh, okay. Wait. In Peridot, we'll go with Will's pronunciation, users will care for, raise, and breed virtual pets, sort of like modern day iPhone version. It's like sort of like a modern day iPhone version of a Tamagotchi. The pets are called Peridos, or Dots for short, and players will raise them from birth. It says, quote, after thousands of years of slumber, Dots for short are, uh, uh, per- Peridos, or Dots for short, are waking to a world vastly different from which they used to room, and they need our help to protect them from extinction. It's thrilling. Uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll foster your own peridos as you embark on this experience. These creatures who feel so real, you'll love every moment of raising them from birth to adulthood while you explore the world together. You'll be able to get, you will be able to learn more about your cute new friends. Develop a bond as you nurture and play with them and work with other players to diversify their spaces. And then, oh, sorry, this is off MacRumors.com. Players will care for their Peridos, take them on walks, meet their desires, play games, explore places, discover hidden treasure around the world, take photos. All of this sounds like Pokemon Go. And unlock a new Peridot archetype through breeding. There is a soft launch in select markets in the near future. Company plans to iterate on gameplay experience during the test period. Those who want to learn more can sign up for the newsletter on Niantic's site. Niantic was best known for Pokemon Go. They also de- developed Ingress. They also developed Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which did not prove to be popular with users. And Wizards Unite shut down on January 31st, 2022. Well, the first thing I wanted to say was it's absolutely amazing that if you look up and now... Things that I've looked up say it's pronounced Peridot, which I just think sounds awful. Um, if you look it up, it's a gemstone. Mm-hmm. But the page that comes up on Google has images of the gemstone and the character from Steven yeah, Universe. Yeah, because Steven Universe <laughs> character is the one that matters. <laughs> My second comment is, how come they can have breeding in this game, but we can't get breeding in Pokemon Go? What? I don't what? know, Pokemon Company I mean, probably doesn't is... want it. With like, I, I'd be very curious what this Transformers game looks like, because when... Well, it's more than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. When Harry Potter came out, there was like a lot of things in Harry Potter where I was like, oh man, what if they added this to Pogo? Like When Harry Potter came out, it was like, oh, Niantic can do this? When's this coming to Pogo? And then it never did. And then obviously Harry Potter shut down. And then in like Pikmin Bloom, why doesn't Pogo do this? Like, again, Niantic has proven that they can do this, and Pogo doesn't do this. I, to be fair, I haven't played Ingress in, in, like, eight years, so I have no clue what Ingress is doing right now. And I don't know when this 
Transformers game is going to come out, but Transformers is owned by somebody. <laughs> Mattel? Hasbro? Is, is it, wait, Hasbro. Is Mattel I, still? I think they are in Hasbro now. Yeah, Hasbro. Hasbro, Hasbro bought everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Curious of what Hasbro's restrictions they have for Niantic are. Obviously, the Pokemon company has a bunch of restrictions for Niantic. Uh, I'm sure there was some restrictions from Warner Brothers for Harry Potter, but if this is their, like... Oh, and obviously, Nintendo probably has restrictions on Pikmin. If this is their own... Like, this is exciting to me, because, like, they, this is their own game. They have no boss. Like, they haven't had their own game since Ingress. If they're taking everything they've learned from... Pokemon Go, and obviously these are all different teams, right? The first people working on Pokemon Go aren't the same people working on Pikmin, but I'm assuming they're on the same, well, maybe everyone's remote, but <laughs> they're at least all on the same Slack channel, I would assume. Mm. <laughs> but like a lot of the things they listed of like walking, exploring, working together, taking pictures, playing with your uh, dots, like these are all things that are already in Pogo, so... Is it going to be as money grabby? Is it going to be as tedious? Is the the spell thing in Harry Potter was not as fun as the catching mm -mm. thing in Pogo? But there is really nothing for Pikmin. That's kind of like the the downfall of like when you're walking in Pikmin, you are just literally walking. <laughs> I haven't. That's the reason why I don't open that game very often because nothing's happening. Oh, I it play it every matter. day. I got to get my mushrooms every day. Greg, you have any thoughts on this game? It has to be really good for me to want to adopt it because it sounds like the creature is very time consuming and very needy. Much <laughs> like I'm a real not, cat. I'm not into that. I'm not into it being super needy at me. I need it to be like, I'm glad you stopped by for 10 minutes. I'll see you in 24 hours. Anything more than that and I'm out. I don't have room for that kind of neediness in my life. Also, it has to be very cute. The other thing is it has to be super, super, super cute, and if it is not super cute, I am out. Uh, what about you, Will? I don't have real pets. Why would I want virtual <laughs> ones? You had real pets. Had. Correct. Ted's. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably get sucked in the same way I got sucked into Pikmin Bloom, and now I'm the only one who plays it every day. I play Pikmin Bloom every day, Will. I'm 42. I, I mean... I'm, I, don't I mean, I'm looking too. at the artwork, and I'm already saying right now they're not cute enough. Ah, that's a that's important right it there. It kind of looks like they're supposed to be dogs. Like, one of them is, like, digging a hole, and it looks like they're kind of at, like, a dog park. Yeah, but he already has dogs. I no, have I'm just saying, dogs. like, that. I, I think that feels like what they're going for for me. It looks like I one mean, of them. they, look, they look like knockoff Eevees. And not good design mm. knockoff Eevees. They have weird... Feathers in places that don't belong. They have strange Easter eggy weird bodies. They're like half balloon, half Eevee. No, I'm out. You need to make this thing cuter. Or allow me uh -huh. to design it in like a spore type making. Oh boy, moment. spore was a disaster. <laughs> Spore was a disaster because of capitalism. Basically, yes. It was one of the greatest games of all time. Do you guys like okay, the buddy feature on, in Pogo? Do you interact with that? Oh, no. Which feature? The buddy feature. The I like. mean, I, I buddy. I do my three easy things every day, and then I'm out. I only do the buddy when I'm required. 
I I feel like um from my small sample size, a lot of people don't use the buddy feature. And I say that from like when I would stream Pogo on Twitch and people would watch me play, the 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 number one thing that people would type in chat was like, how did you get your buddy to bounce back the Pokeball to catch the Pokemon? Mm. That that feature has been in the game since buddies have been in, which is what, like three years now? And you just have to get your buddy to the second heart. Like it's like the first thing you unlock, which I think is uh what is that, like forty five hearts or, or something like that? Um Yeah. It's like two it's like two or three days of like the max hearts that whatever that is added together. And that unlocks the second feature. But it was just nonsense. Like anytime I streamed like I streamed Pogo a lot last summer and then a little bit the summer before, but it was like, How'd you get your buddy to do that? How'd you get the bounce back? Wait, what why wh- why did your buddy show up and hit the Pokemon? It's like this is like the basic thing you unlock with the buddy feature. Right? It's like it just screams to me that you've like never you like you've never used the buddy feature at all. You've never given or you have, but you like you did it once mm-hmm. and then never did it again. Um, I mean, even I've unlocked that level, and yeah. I really do not appreciate my buddies. All right, I'm already not into this game after reading this whole breeding. Did you section. see the screenshots? Like the one of them looks cool. Okay, but listen to this. The creature will be ready to breathe once it reaches adulthood. The goal is to diversify the species, and the game is designed to motivate players to try to breed in order to produce new archetypes. There are a plethora of options, including unicorn, peacock, cheetah, ram, rabbit, clownfish, and a plethora of others. Adult peridots breed at habitats, which are points of interest in the area where they live, which is basically the gyms. To breed, they must use nests, which are Forage materials found in habitats. Some nests have the ability to alter specific traits, such as cheetah pattern nest, resulting in a kid with a cheetah pattering. Some nests alter one trait, while others mutate several. And the rarity of each nest varies. That right there, the rarity of each nest varies. I'm out. What? That Mm. sounds cool. No. Because I already don't like the design, so if I all I have is a bunch of clownfish nests, and it's saying, "Hey, drive to Iowa to find find the good rare nest." Oh no, 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 it's not drive to Iowa. It's pay, pay or for pay. the better nest oh, radar, yeah. I, so you I'm can out. find the rarer nests. Why do people? Or why do people who listen years. to the show go? Steve is so negative when it is clearly you two. Oh, no, 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 you no, are no, the no, most no, negative no. person in the world. This game looks cool. I mean, I don't know if like I thought Wizards Unite looked cool. I definitely tried to play it for a week. It was very um it Wizards Unite asked a lot. This is already asking a lot. And Pick Pikmin Bloom doesn't ask you to do anything. Like Pikmin Bloom's just happy you installed the game. <laughs> Pikmin mm, Bloom mostly. every once in a while sends me a message like, Hi, do you remember me? And I'm like, get back in the corner. They're like, okay, we'll see you on the one day you play, which is the community. Community day, when somebody says, hey, have you opened that recently? Like, oh, yeah, I should look. I, I, think that, I think this looks cool. And it, I think it, for me it's exciting because they have so many games under their belt now. that it fe- Is this finally the good game, or is this where they finally found the line to charge you the most money to get a rare nest so that you can have a unicorn? I don't know what Pikmin Bloom is doing with their money. Like, who... Like, well, who's paying it? Pick what are you paying? I know for? exactly. Well, you, you need uh, incubators. Yeah, but like even so, I have so many Pikmin that I don't even care about. Why do I want to hatch more? 
Well, you would half wanna, of them are going to put a dumb sticker on their head. You would want to hatch more Pikmin because of like you want to collect the different Pikmin. Like I want all yeah. the cafe Pikmin, or I want all the. But the... they're all dumb. What do you mean they're, the... they're cute? They have a sticker that says M on their forehead. Oh, those, those... Why is that cute? Those are the dumb ones. Yeah, that's yeah. Correct. yeah. And then the other ones, so, wi- so, maybe this, sometimes a wearing break. a chef hat, which is like. Who cares? So you want when you when you when you're about to put a Pikmin into the the planter, you can see where they came from. So it'll have like the cafe symbol or the movie symbol or the beach symbol. So now I don't even tell my Pikmin to pick up planters that are the um they look like a little park because the park ones are just going to be the the M stickers or the, you. This the, is already already way too much effort. And parks ha- you can your Pikmin can put on a clover. So you're wrong. No, right no, the there. the park. Is the actual park park one is a bench? If it's just like a tree, that's like the generic one. Oh, this is awful. So like I I, I... Have almost finished my hamburger collection. Oh my god! Of I walked you have. into this conversation not caring, and I am worse for it. Here, Greg, I'll okay. give you the the Will Anderson <laughs> efficient Pikmin strategy for obtaining Send him to what... Hawaii. The thing that, well, number one, that is not efficient because I still have ones from January that haven't made it back here yet. Here's the trick. Steve, don't even try to argue. Number one, when you check for your expeditions every day, only pick up the big white ones. Don't pick up regular size. You don't need any more of those garbage ones. I don't pick regular size. Well, I do pick up the pink ones because I like pink. Well, that's foolish because those are things that are wasted. No, you time. just tap on them number before you get them and they'll show two, you what they're from. Number two is once a Pikmin gets a sticker on it, send that Pikmin away. He's fulfilled <laughs> his duty. You've got that slot that you've gotten that type of Pikmin. Throw it out. You don't need it anymore. No more Pikmin management issues. I guess I could see why you would spend coins on flowers because when you're planting the flowers, you're getting more fruit, which is getting you nectar, which is getting you flowers. But I feel like if you are actually playing the game, which there's not a lot to play, we've discussed this. I don't know who is buying the flowers, right? Like I could get, also, I could see buying the- planters if you're like really trying to collect them all and you're like I got so many and I just want to keep hatching and stuff, but like I feel like the things in the shop in Pikmin aren't like I don't know who's like you're pl- it, it, you have to play the game, which is not a lot there and that loop is already pretty good, so like I will say this I don't think it's possible to plant any more flowers at Mall of America. I open that oh, thing no, up and the it flowers is just, expire. It is just yeah. a sea of flowers every time. Yeah, yeah. Mall of America is insane for flowers, but and they expire. They do expire. I, I but never there ever because it's just all flowers. It's yeah, flowers all the way down. Well, look, if I know I'm going, like I, I will turn flowers on when I'm like leaving the house because I otherwise uh, uh, I have too many flowers. So I'll be like, okay, well. I'm going to go to Target, then I'm going to Home Depot, then I'm going to go to Panda Express, then I'm going to go to Mall America, then I'm going to come home. And then I'm out of flowers. And they'll be like, you're empty, finish planting. I'm like, cool. Well, but next time I leave, I'll have 300 again. You ready for the Will Anderson efficient hack? Just plant flowers in your own house. (laughs) (laughs) A planted flower is a planted flower. It counts. I, I will say this. When it's warm again and I can walk outside, I will probably turn the game back on again. 
because I'm actually going on actual walks. Right now, like walking around the Mall of America in a circle. No, I no, you don't get my attention. And my gym's Wi-Fi is so bad that half the time everything yells at me like you don't have a connection. So I'm not even trying. <laughs> I'm just walking around in a circle there too. And uh, back to the Paradox, I finally got them up on my screen here. They're ugly as sin. Yeah! Did you see the zebra-looking one in front of the giraffe? Uh, that one's cool. That thing looks like a, a, a some sort of... It looks like a monster. Are you guys looking at the screenshot that, that has like the 10 iPhones? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It looks Did like a, a slug like that got kind of some kind of disease. I don't uh, know what's wrong with the poor the thing. The only one that I think misery. the only one that I think that looks semi decent is a uh, second from the right on the top row. Oh, that looks like Leafeon. Yeah. The one on the beach. It. Yeah, the one on the beach. Yeah. yeah, that one's cool. I think the one on the chair is good. No, I don't I don't like <laughs> things with co- I don't like color. I don't want yeah. color. That's why you can get the black and white one in the bottom. That looks like it is ill and needs to be put <laughs> down. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Here's, here's the thing. I will probably try it because you make me. I never make you do anything. You I didn't make do you get too. Pikmin. You complain and complain and complain. No, until you are we seeing to open it up. how much fun and enjoyment and how happy I am. And you're like, I, I want to count piece the of that. amount of times I've seen enjoyment on your face on one hand. Yeah. The only reason Pikmin is on my phone is because of that peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're taking a break. When we come back, we're talking about more stuff. Goodbye, BRP. <laughs> <laughs> BRP. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Look, y'all heard about it. It's on other podcasts. Squarespace (laughs) is the all-in-one platform for building and growing your brand, your online business. You can stand out with a beautiful, engaging, amazing, sell-anything type of website. Or, like our website, you can put your podcasts on there. Or your games on there, like I do. That's true. Mm. I have been using Squarespace since... I think literally the start of the show. And at one point we switched away from Squarespace and I was like, oh, no, 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 we're switching back. (laughs) This was bad. Uh, Because of not knowing where to go, I was like, I need I need to put I need to put Glitter Hearts somewhere. I need to put up my own stuff. I need to have a central link that's not somebody else's website. And I need a place that I can actually have my quote unquote brand on. And the first thing I thought of was Squarespace. I'm like, everything says it's super easy to use. It is. So are you saying you needed a personal website that reflected you and your activities? This is true. I did need this. This was an easy way to obtain It was a very easy way. Leatherman.games is mine. I found a web domain through them. I I was just going to say, were you able to get register a web domain using Squarespace (laughs) and set up a website and upload photos and text and and an easy to use interface? Yes. I did the same thing, except not for Leatherman games. Leatherman dot games. Get it right. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Squarespace is great. You can connect your social media accounts. You can see in-depth, powerful analytics. If I make changes to things, I can send out saying, hey, I updated this, or I finally fixed that typo in the one sheet. I still haven't fixed it. I see it every time. I'm like, I really need to fix that. If you want to get started, you can head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCST for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, 
Use offer code PKMNCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash PKMNCAST. Uh, when you're ready to go, look, go over to Squarespace, explore some options, see what you got. Maybe you want to start your own podcast. Maybe you want to start your own Pokemon blog. Here, I, we could do my recommended website. If you need an idea for a website, here you go. Target recommendations. And I'm not talking about recommending things to buy at Target. I'm saying make a website where you visit Targets and you recommend which Target to go to. Oh, Ooh, I I, see, I like both of those ideas. <laughs> both of those are right. I did. I actually had to go to the West St. Paul Target. I mean, a specific drive to the West St. Paul Target. Oh, I could write so much about that Target. This podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Mint Mobile sent me a SIM. Because look, when we do ads here on the show, we make sure we try the product. We make sure we believe in the product. We do it all. Case in point, whatever other ads we ran in this episode. (laughs) So I, I tossed the SIM in an old iPhone of mine because my first thought was... Can I play Pogo? Can I play Pikmin Bloom? Can I do this all for 15 bucks a month? And the answer is yes. I can do all of that. And I just got my AT&T bill. And it's $95. I don't know what I'm paying AT&T for. But Mint Mobile is just $15 a month. And there's also uh, family plans starting at two lines. And they all, all their plans come with unlimited talk, text, high-speed data. You can use your own phone with Mint Mobile. Uh, you can also keep your current phone number uh, if you would like to, but you can start today. You can switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service to get your new wireless plan for 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That is mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we are back from our break. We got we got a little bit of news, but I wanted to circle back to the peridot stuff, the peridot stuff. Because the no thing peridot. that the thing that they that, that they they highlighted in the like, what is this game about? Is breeding. And that is a, I would argue, a pretty big feature in Pokemon games. True. We have hatching eggs. Yep. And we have evolving, and we have trading, and we have playing with the buddy, and we have max happiness, and we got evolving at night, evolving during the day. We got a lot of stuff from the games. We don't got breeding. Hmm? We don't have Z crystals either. I I would suspect Z crystals are coming. A lot of this would hang on what does breeding look like in Pokemon Go? What does breeding look like in Peridot? 
there's a part of me i i always think of like the big conspiracy stuff here (laughs) (laughs) oh god here we go there's a part of me that like thinks that niantic wants to do a bunch of stuff go to the pokemon company and they're like we want to do this and the pokemon company is like no (laughs) so that's my big first conspiracy theory is that this this is a common thing that happens where niantic is like i want to do this they go to the pokemon company the pokemon company says no and i feel like what i said before the break with like what Harry Potter is doing, what <laughs> what Harry Potter the nothing was anymore, shut doing down. made it <laughs> they're, seem they're like they're not doing nothing. Like one of the coolest things about Harry Potter, and it wasn't even that cool probably for a casual player, but for a hardcore player, the you could do this on day one of Harry Potter. You could go into the settings and you could download all the assets, and it was like two gigs or whatever, and it made the game run incredibly smooth. Because everything was just running off, like, you didn't have to preload that stuff from a server. It was just on your phone, unpackaged. Another game that does that, well, this game will no longer exist probably by the end of the year, was the Pokemon trading card game online. If you went into the settings, uh, there was a, like, like, download all the card artwork, and it was like 5 gigs or something. And I could see why they, they wouldn't want to force somebody to, here's 5 gigs of pngs <laughs> good luck but if you did do it your game ran much much smoother so it it was always like really weird for the two years that harry potter was out that like pokemon go didn't have that feature of like just let me download these assets so well, like, what i'm hearing is games that let you download the assets go belly up True. <laughs> That's the common theme. Okay. That's the common theme I right understand. there. Harry Potter down the assets. The people stole those assets and never went back. Pokemon I- Trading Guard <laughs> game online. Download the assets. People are like, I downloaded them. They're garbage. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not saying that like Niantic was like, we found a way to do breeding in Pokemon Go, presented it to the Pokemon company. They were like, no. And they were like, well, we're going to make our own game. <laughs> I think they were I think they were always going to make this game. Well, here's the thing. I the I don't see on their bizarre mission statement how breeding in how breeding works in Pokemon meets their you must walk because we said so mandate. Because in the, they changed gyms and stops into nests. Well, there are already gyms and stops here. So, if you just have two you breed them and you make your own eggs. Again, that sort of goes against their whole concept of you have to go out to our things. You have to go spin our stops. You have to go send gifts to get our eggs. Like breeding stops a lot of how they think their game should be played. I don't I don't necessarily think so because um, Yeah, not if you're creative enough. If if well this okay, so in, in the main Pokemon series Go. Pokemon game, you you put two Pokemon in a daycare. Whoa, slow down. <laughs> this is a lot. And then you have to like ride your bike in a circle to like get those to get an egg. And I it was funny because I was I was I was unfortunately not really arguing. I was like trying to educate somebody because I, I did this like tweet about shiny Pokemon and then somebody was like, Well, they've never made it as easy as Crystal, which is one in sixty four, which is like <laughs> well. like I I always wrote my cause like one, that's misinformation. Like, yes, it's one in sixty four. Only if you have a shiny ditto. Right. Otherwise... Like, there's a lot of caveats to that shiny odds. Also, so, for most people, it's not. 
you know, it's one in 128, which is like the game gives you a shiny Gyarados to set you up to do that. But it's one in 128, which there are better shiny odds. Chain fishing is better than one in 128. Dynamax Adventure is better than one in 128. But even if you were like Crystal is the easiest to breed because the odds are so low, high, I don't one in 64, whatever, like that game is bad flips a coin to decide whether it gives you an egg or not so this is actually how it works when you're in goldenrod city and you put two pokemon in the daycare and you're like i want an egg in new pokemon games they just give you an egg after a certain amount of steps right you walk 200 steps here's your roselli here's your roselli egg right you walk 500 steps here's your snorlax egg in crystal you have to walk exactly 256 steps for any egg and then after the 256 steps, the game flips a coin. If heads, the daycare man will give you an egg. If tails, no egg. Walk another 256 steps. And so you can go 20 or 30 minutes. It's not exactly 50%. It could be like 40 or 60, depending on like if they're the same Pokemon, you know, if one came from a different game. You could go 20 minutes without getting a single egg. And guess what? Once you get that egg in Crystal... It takes, like, ten minutes to hatch because, like, there's no flame body. There's no, like, Roto, Loto experience. There's, like, nothing. It just takes... I miss the... I miss the O-Powers so much. I would assume that, like, there would be, in Pokemon Go, you would pick two Pokemon, and then you would have to walk to then get them to generate an egg. That would be... And then you would have to walk the egg. That would be my process of what they would do. That makes no money. Here's the secret. Correct. That makes no money. <laughs> you have to defeat a gym and put your Pokemon in that gym. And then if there's a compatible Pokemon in that gym, either your own or somebody else's, then when that Pokemon comes back to you, it may be carrying an egg. Here, here's my hot take. It's not really a hot take. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> Why? This game has been out for six years. We have Pokestops. We have gyms. Why do we not have like a third building? A daycare? Like a daycare, a Pokemon Center, a, a Mart or something. Why, if, if Niantic wants us to leave the house and you can access gyms from remote raids and, you know, Pokestops aren't really that great unless you need tasks, but you can kind of get one task a day. Why is there not another place to visit? I mean, again, this was a not, Harry Potter thing. Harry Potter had learned? like four different buildings, did it not? It had like greenhouses. It had yeah. towers. It had, I think, schools. It had 10? I don't know. It, one of them was greenhouses. I know that for sure. <laughs> Look, in six years, we've learned that they do the least effort as possible. Designing another stop and then converting somebody's gym into a daycare is going to cause problems. Now, I could, see them, I could see them doing a daycare system, but I can't see them not charging you money to leave two eggs in there that you have to then come back and collect an egg from. and. Well, you're still going to have to pay for the incubator to hatch your egg. Yeah. Right? That's not going anywhere. But at what point? I guess that point is now. If you've been playing this game since day one, you have most, if not all, of the Pokemon. Granted, you might not have, you know, Comfey. You might not have uh, Tropius because it was a regional exclusive. But before we, started, before we started recording, I opened up the game. It's two Tangela, two Paris. Uh, a Buneri, and I don't even remember the last one was like a, a Noricorio or something, right? Like nothing great. I need to see if I have a fire type. 
if I put two mudkips in a daycare in Pogo because I want a specific mudkip for Go Battle League, I can't. Like, right now, I'm never going to see a mudkip, right? Like, Community Day is over. I am never going to see a mudkip in the wild. I could maybe trade for mudkips. But if I was like, hey, Niantic, I really want to participate in Go Battle League. I missed out on, on Community Day because you, you screwed me over. <laughs> it was only three hours. It wasn't six hours. I couldn't play. I want to play your game. I want to participate in Go Battle League. Swampert's supposed to be good. I don't have anyone to trade with. But if you're going to tell me I can go down to the downtown area of my city where there would be a breeder and I can put two of my bad mudkips in and wait 48 hours and get a mudkip egg and then walk to hatch that mudkip egg, isn't that everything that Niantic wants? They want you to leave your house. They want you to go somewhere. They want you to come back. They want you to then walk the egg. I mean, no, because they also want the community days to be special. They want to release things on their schedule. They want to they want to make sure that there is false scarcity so that when a community day comes around and you've been waiting two years to get a mud fit for go battle league, you go you make sure you make that you make that community day. Like from the like you have to take what's easy for the player out of this equation and think what are what are their goals and what are they trying to push? And they're trying to make their events special to make sure that you go out when they want you to go out and they want you to hit the places that you want. Now, could I see them saying like, hey, as a sponsorship deal, Starbucks or whoever wants to sponsor will turn your thing into a daycare and people will come and leave stuff there and it'll be a a, a stopping spot. I could see them doing that. But I do think things like making your own Pokemon or making things on your own goes against one of their unstated things is that we want our events to be special and we want to control how you gain access to the good the, is, to the Are good we saying stuff. Niantic wants that or are we saying the Pokemon company wants that? Because when yes. I read the Peridot release and they, they use the word breeding and I feel like I feel like that's not it. like I feel like that they were like make sure we include the word breeding. Because there's no way in the six years of Pogo, they have not sat there and talked about how will breeding work in Pokemon Go. Whether it comes out this year, whether it comes out next year, whether it comes out in 10 years. There is not a, there's not a doubt in my mind that that team at Niantic didn't discuss the possibilities of what breeding looks like in Pogo. And if they've figured it out and they pitched it to the Pokemon company and the Pokemon company was like, no. And they were like, well, our new game's coming out. We're going to do it there. And then we're going to show that everyone likes it here. And we're going to show, more importantly, that this breeding thing we're putting in Peridot is going to make money. And then they can go back to the Pokemon company and they can go, look it, we did breeding right. It makes money. People love it. Let us do it in Pogo. That's my big yeah, concern. Only I, works mean, in I, don't, I don't think they I don't think they pitched it to Pokemon Company first and Pokemon said no. I mean, it is very common, especially in a lot of companies, where you go to a different project prove that it can work and then you can bring that to the big thing and say here's our absolute proof of concept yeah let's do it i i don't i don't think that they i i don't think pokemon company said no i don't i like i don't think they're like we really want breeding and the company said no an important part of our games you can't have i think that took them a while to figure out how they would monetize it 
And then they have to show that it works. And then they have to convince them to say, well, the nesting thing works. So let us change stops into something different because it's going to take a change to how the game plays. And they need to have that proof of concept first. Yeah, I just I also just think that the game has to have a new feature eventually. Right. When was our, our last new feature was Mega? I lost track. <laughs> like, like when they introduced raids, that was actually like huge, right? It was like yeah. we could like I remember the day raids came out, and I remember raiding a uh, croconaw, a bay leaf, and the other one that everyone forgets, quilava. <laughs> quilava, the best one. Excuse me. Like I remember going out and seeing raids and seeing the countdown and being like, "This is cool." And then the buddy feature was another thing they added, right? So buddy feature raids. Um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting so many like features that like I-, I guess you could say the postcard post book like I mean egg- eggs weren't there from the beginning. No, eggs weren't there from the beginning. No, no, eggs were there from the beginning. Were they? Yeah, yeah, eggs were there from the beginning. Yes, because that was one of the ways to get a Dratini was 10k egg. Um, and then Magic Carps were littered in 2k, and then I think the starters were in 5k. And Eevee was definitely in 5k because it was nonstop Eevees in 5k. I um, don't remember. Eggs the being in that first lucky Pokemon, I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't. was like a huge. I'm like talking huge features like raids, um, mega Pokemon. The, I would assume that the Z go battling or battling in general, like battling should have been there from the start. Trading should have been there from the start. There, like when Pogo launched, obviously it was a complete disaster. There was no trading. There was no battling. That definitely, that definitely turned away a lot of people. And I remember talking to people that were like, oh my gosh, I love the first summer of Pogo. I would have kept playing if there was battling. Love the first summer of Pogo. I would have kept playing if there was trading. I don't know whether you hate it or love it. Trading, battling, these kind of fe- breeding, in my opinion. These are features that like are core features that casual people care about. The hardcore people will care about like the deep analytics of Go Battle League or IVs or Shinies or Shundos or Schluckies, whatever silly names they've come up with. But I think for like a casual person, can I trade every once in a while? Can I battle every once in a while? Can I raid every once in a while? Can I breed every once in a while? I think the lack of a huge feature with how old this game is, I feel like breeding is one of those features that they eventually have to roll out, uh, not sooner rather than later, but like, there's no way they haven't had that conversation. There's no way they're like, how, when is, when are we going to do this? How's it going to look? Maybe we'll try it in this game first and then bring it to Pogo. Yeah. I mean, I also think that they were big on introducing baby forms as part of their special releases. Yeah, and now we're, out, we're like out thing. of babies just, at this point. Besides, it sounds like eggs October. weren't added until October twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. So they came out after the game started. Really? If I'm reading this correctly, yeah. Man, that's that first year of Pogo really flew that by. That was a wild year. <laughs> I mean, for, the game didn't really work for the first three months, so it does make it makes sense. Um, I, I, the way they like to the way they like to make Pokemon exclusive i i think i just don't think we're gonna see breeding in this game until they get past holding back babies and holding back other types uh yeah as exclusive reasons to get people but to you come can, back you to can the still game. hold that stuff back right like munchlax you need um uh incense, incense or something right like at this point who cares if you're hatching pichus or iglybuffs like 
they're everywhere. You could maybe make the argument for like, oh, well, relicanth is so rare. What if somebody went to New Zealand and then came back and then started breeding relicanths? And it's like, what is the difference between somebody getting a relicanth every two days? Let's just say breeding takes 48 hours. What's the difference of one person getting a relicanth every two days and then somebody going to the 2019 World Championships, catching 50 relicanth, and then coming back to Milwaukee and being like, who wants a relicanth? No one does. To be honest, I didn't have any friends to trade with. But if I did, I would have only traded like two of them. Like, no, Plus who- all the incubators they would have had to pay for to hatch those relicanth eggs to actually get the relicanths. Yeah, that's money. I think I think there's big <laughs> I think there's big money in breeding. Uh, I mean, there already is with the random slot that you that you have, right? You don't know which which piece of garbage you're gonna get in your two K egg, but chances are the one that you want isn't gonna show up. I, I mean, mean you're you making money off that way. You already can't breed legendaries, right? Yeah. I mean I could go at length about how false scarcity drives these games because literally there's no reason to stop them. Other than they want that feeling of false scarcity and rarity to be a thing, like it's programmed code. They could change it at a moment and have shown time and time they can. It's called Community Day. They could introduce breeding with Manaphy. Oh, they could. And then Fiona. I, b- breeding aside, I still think there should be a new, another place to visit. Like, I, I actually, like, the more I thought about that this week and like the Peridot stuff, I was like, why is it just gyms and stops when. Harry Potter was doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but what was it? What was each of the stuff doing? And I don't remember. I don't down? remember because nobody cared. <laughs> I should download Ingress and just, let's see what's happening in Ingress. But I thought Ingress was actually Nothing's really simple Ingress. too. And then in 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 Pikmin, it's just big flowers. Mushrooms. And then mushrooms you, and flowers. You walk if you plant. I think it's in Pikmin. If you plant two hundred flowers by a big flower, that flower will then bloom. Um, and then you can get the, I don't think there's anything else in Pikmin besides that, right? It's just the big flowers for, oh yeah. For locations, yeah. the mushrooms. There's the oh, mushrooms there's the can, mushrooms, there's which mushrooms randomly can... generate in and out. Yeah. So there, Pikmin has two as well. Uh, all right. I'm looking, I'm looking this up. I'm trying to find a good Harry Potter <laughs> unite <laughs> guide dead game. to tell me what that, what that was and why there were so many. This is difficult because the first page of Google is literally, it's closing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's clear. It's not clear. It's obvious that like Aha! Pokemon Go isn't ending anytime soon. They want this to be a 10, 15, Found 20 it. year game. So Inns w- gave you spell energy. Okay, give me give me the locations, Greg. Location us. Okay, Inns In. got spell energy. Got it. Greenhouses provide potion ingredients okay. for brewing. Fortresses, you can battle creatures. Yep, I remember this. That's it. Oh, there's three. There was three, according to this. Um, I thought there was a fourth one. I think fortresses could upgrade. I think they got this is there. This this guide, granted, this is from 2019. Oh, so boy. who knows? It's what I could find. Okay, it says there are three main types of buildings: inns, greenhouses, and fortresses. Mm. I'm looking to see. There's things you could find. There are port keys that let you. Do to other things, but no. Yeah, I, and again, the problem with adding like a third location is, you know, if you don't live in a city, you're going to be like, oh, I don't have a nursery, I don't have a Pokemon Center, I don't have a Pokemon, I only have one stop. I don't even have a gym. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, that's you live in the middle I of nowhere. I mean, the Pokemart is their store in game. Everybody can get to the Pokemart. That's true. They they don't want you, they want to make sure you can access and spend money at always any point. Always can spend money. The Mart will never be a location. You can always give them money. There's also still the like. When are we getting? When are we getting a a a a season? When are we getting a monthly pass? Like that that has to be something. Why does he? Why do you say has to? It doesn't has to. They must be making just enough money right now that they <laughs> don't have to worry about that. I I think they always want to make more money. I think there was something in the game code a, a while back of like, oh, it looks like they're implementing framework for like a season pass or a monthly subscription subscription model. model yeah. Before we go to our last little bits of news, uh, there was another data mine. Um, because Pogo just got updated recently, that referenced Pokemon Sleep again. Uh, I have said this on my Twitch streams. I don't think we said this on the podcast. There's always like uh, the 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 chatter that there's Pokemon... always another sleep. The the Pokemon Sleep is dead. The reason we know that Pokemon Sleep is not dead is because in late January there was a an update in regards to Sleep in Pogo specifically for what was called the Go Plus Plus that little hockey shaped puck. So there was an update in Pogo of their base framework for Pogo to work with the Go++. And there was basic compatibility between Sleep and between Pogo. We still don't know what that looks like. We don't know what Sleep is supposed to do. We know what the title screen of Sleep looks like, and we know what the Go++ looks like. And then in the recent... I don't point two five three seven two whatever the last update was for Pogo. There was another line of code in regards to the Go plus plus. Um, so hopefully that comes out this year. Uh, mostly I don't really care about Pokemon Sleep like everyone else. I just want the Go plus plus. I just want another. <laughs> I just want another device that like auto catches Pokemon. I like the I like the Pokeball Plus. It's just you know it's a little big. Something a little flatter might be nice. So you can hold it against the back of your phone, blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah, and blah, blah, so, blah. So, yeah, and then I can hold... You weren't at Community Day, Will, when I was, like, trying to hold my DQ uh, smoothie and then tried to hold my phone and then tried to, like, go plus plus, and then I got a brain freeze because I was trying to drink the smoothie too fast. And that was the punishment for yep, forgetting the punishment where the for DQ your, was. For, for flying too close to the sun and doing too many things. <laughs> trying, trying to have so much fun so fast. So and then, fast, you... Brain froze. And then we went into the Levi's store, and then they were charging $70 for a hoodie, and I was like, oh, I can't afford that. <laughs> I still, I, if that, if that yellow jeans jackety thing wasn't so expensive, I probably would have bought it. It was like 100 it bucks. Was, it was like 100 bucks, and it wasn't You gotta that get the cute. Japanese denim jean jacket like I have. But is it yellow? Greg, when we go to Primark no. in Boston. We oh. don't. No, Primark's great. Don't get garbage clothes. Stop what is wasting Primark? your money. Primark it's... is like the IKEA of clothing. <laughs> it's it's so, I it's have somewhere... to put together my own jeans no, following terrible it's, instructions. It's, it's like awful. It's, it's the Irish H and M. It's just like cheap clothes that are designed to be thrown away. It's like okay, so you know how IKEA is like all particle board. So like, old navy. Primark is like. Like clothes that disintegrate as soon as you walk out of the- like Primart is great though. You get a pair well, of dresses. Are, for, like, what is great about it? It's cheap. Well, okay. you there are things that you yeah. get for sure get at Primark like sweatpants. You don't need like forty dollars sweatpants. Give me the nine dollars sweatpants. Spoiler: I don't need sp- sweatpants. 
at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing about sweatpants that that my brain says, yes, I want to wear that. Greg, I am telling you to bring the biggest luggage to PAX because you're coming home with this Primark. <laughs> no, no, no. You, so, don't, you don't have to worry about it because Primark sells luggage. Yeah. So you can okay, just buy so luggage you're there. You're telling me I have to go to this IKEA clothing shop. I'll yeah, it's get like four five stories. panels like four that stories. I have to snap together. Uh huh. And then I can wear it for two months and then I'll be like, it fell apart. Yes. Oh no! My, all my Primark clothes, I still have. They yeah. they haven't fallen apart. They're just not good quality. No, mm. it, it's it's Is it it's like, like IKEA. It, it's like IKEA. In like you have to be very choosy. Like this T-shirt is going to fall apart if it drizzles outside. This jean jacket is going to be okay. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta like. It's like I again, like IKEA. Like this bed frame, gonna last ten years. The matching dresser to the bed frame going to fall apart if i move it one inch in my bedroom <laughs> i mean i'm looking i'm looking at their website and there is nothing i've seen that i'm like yeah i'm gonna buy that in a different state that's gonna charge <laughs> me tax on clothing <laughs> so, how is that a suit what is this web it's, what is it's this for place? the youth it's, it's for it, the youth yeah i'm sorry a bomber jacket is not a suit it's hey, a bomber you know, jacket. The styles are changing, Greg. Oh, remember that's it's an Irish company. They might oh. have different words for things. Mm. Uh speaking of uh fabric, Leafeon is the latest Pokemon to the to grassy glide into the Build a Bear collection. This is off uh, Nintendo Life. It's been a while since another Pokemon enjoyed the Build a Bear lineup of Pocket Monsters. The high, the Didn't Build a Bear release like an adult line? The hugely popular yes. Build they, Your Own Toy Company has revealed the next... Let's talk about that right now. Oh, my God. Wasn't it like a bear holding like a wine glass or something? Yeah, it's 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 PG-13. And I had a friend of mine that was mad that it wasn't R-rated. I'm like, it's still Build-A-Bear. It's like a Build-A-Bear like build with like a little... that said like it was wine o'clock, which is what made it adult. Like, come on. <laughs> it's it's like still holding build a natty light. Leafeon is the sixth... EV evolution to get its own toy. The last one was Umbreon, which launched way back in August. Uh, like all the other online bundles, bundles, Leafeon will come with its own cape and sleeper. Even the stoniest of hearts can look at Leafeon in their clothes with a smile on their face. Hey, they wrote this for you, Will. <laughs> they don't know Will, though. <laughs> <laughs> they can try. It is not going to work. Uh, $65 for the North American one, 52L things, if you're in the UK store, was that pounds? Pounds. Yes. Because um, remember, pounds is money and stones is weight. Yes. Uh, if the pattern is correct, the next EV evolution is going to be Glaceon. Oh, so the two left would be Glaceon and Sylveon. Got it. And I'm sure Sylveon will actually sell out. No one actually, no one really cares about Leafeon and Glaceon. I'm sorry, this is true. I'm not saying they're bad Pokemon, but like if we're talking about I the popular love EVs, Glaceon, it is it is by far the top three are Umbreon, Espeon, and Sylveon. Without a doubt, those are the top three more most popular ones. I mean, they did do skateboards off of them, so true. And the Umbreon, Espeon, and Sylveon skateboard sold out first. <laughs> That's like. Did they do a Jolteon watch one? They did all of them. They released oh. they released all of them at once. Final bit of news here is Dark Phantasm is the next 
Japanese TCG set, which introduces Hisuian Zorark, Hisuian Gudra, and Radiant Gardevoir. Um, this is off Dot uh, Esports. The Dark Phantasm will release on May 13th in Japan. There will be 71 normal cards, not including secret rares. Gosh, I love small sets. Uh, this will feed into the last set that was uh, released, which is Lost Origin. Oh, this will go into Lost Origin, which is our next set for America, mm-hmm. which comes out August 26. What's the what's that? Where are we getting next? Dark Explorers 2. Whatever set we're getting next has Dark Cry on the top um, on the cover. Dark, Dark Cry. Um, of the handful of cards that were revealed, along with the first set of packaging for Dark Phantasm, we see Z- Hisuian Zorark V and V Star. We have confirmed Radiant Pokemon are returning the set. Radiant Pokemon were were introduced in Astral Radiance as basic Pokemon with strong moves and abilities, which players can have one copy in their deck. Radiant Gardevoir is currently the only new shiny Pokemon variant, but the trend continues. Hisuian Gudra will also be featured with a V V and V-Star, where we'll be likely seeing the other Hisuian Pokemon. Set to reveal, Hisuian Zorua and Zoroark have the secondary line of basic cards alongside Hisuian Zoroark V and V-Star. We will also see Ghastly Haunter and Gengar appear in the set. A few trainer cards were showed off, which included uh, Erizu, Iskan, Lake Acuity. How do you say that? Acuity. Oh, Acuity. Acuity. Uh, We should see more Dark Phantasma cards in the later week of the set launch. What is the the newest set is... um, You can pre-order it off Pokemon Center right now. I can't remember what it's called. I have a bone to pick with the team. Oh boy! What now, yeah, there are nothing but problems over there. I put out a simple call. Astral I would, I would happily play Pokemon card game okay. if somebody in the TCG community would just create me a deck that had Rosalia in it. I'll build you a That's deck. That's not how it works. That's not. And how you know it what? Works. They're all like, we can't. Or yes. play this. Play this bizarre fan-made set. No, I can I can I can build you a Rosella. I got to look at the card list, but I can build you, you one. You did not respond a Rosella on... deck that would work. No, there's no saying... such thing. <laughs> I just, it does have to work. Look, you've seen me play Commander. I play bad decks. I, play, I would play I that bad Kettardy. deck. No, 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 no. I mean, Kettardy no, no. was like okay. a real deck. It was like a budget okay. deck, but like Kettardy's cool. There there's 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 a big difference between Pokémon TCG and Magic. Let me hear it. Magic number one has a huge card pool, enormous card pool. So you're going to find cards that have some amount of synergy around throughout the history of blah, blah, blah. Pokemon number one doesn't have the huge card pool that Magic does, first off. But second off, they are very, very specific in when they design cards, they're not designed to be versatile. Yes. They're designed to support a very specific mechanic of this is what your deck is going to accomplish. They know when they design those cards, maybe like to 97%, like 3%, they make a mistake and publish a card that shouldn't have been published. They know which cards should be put together in that 60 card deck to be the optimal build for that deck. And it's never Roselia. Never. Roselia exists I'm, as I'm, pack. I- filler 
for people who are collecting <laughs> I'm the cards. I'm just saying, there's a Hisuian Lilligant card that's coming up, and it's a grass deck. And there, the fact that you can't, that the TCG people want me to play their game, but they can't even design a bad non-synergy deck for me. This is the bone I have to pick with this with these okay, people. Okay. I can make you a bad commander deck and you'd still have a good time playing it. Okay, so Will is correct. And a a, a good point of this is this Hisuian Zorark V Star they showed off. Its move is two colorless. I don't remember what it's called, but I can explain what it does. Um it does fifty damage for every Pokemon you have in play with a damage counter on it. And there's a stadium card, which I think either is already out or is coming out, that when a Pokemon goes into play from your hand to your bench, you or your opponent, they have to take one damage counter. So they do design these cards. They do design certain cards to be very good and to be competitive. So Will is 100% correct. And, and certain Pokemon are always good. As it turns out, Zoroark is almost always a good card. Like, the last time I played the TCG, Zorark was one of the most dominant cards, and that wasn't that long ago, that was like three or four years, that was like three years ago, um, where, like, Zorark's ability lets you, like, discard one card, lets you draw two, that on itself was, like, amazing, and then its its move was, like, a double colorless, and its move was actually really good, too. Um, so, like, Zorark, Darkrai, Mew, Gardevoir, for the most part, Smeargle, like, there are always Pokemon in the TCG. Charizard is always, almost always bad, by the way. Like, <laughs> well, Char- Charizard is popular, so. Uh, but, like, Reshiram, Zekrom, those are almost always good. So, like, there's no surprise here that the Zoroark they showed on the cover of the set is, like, oh, my gosh, the Zoroark card is actually going to, like, be able to be competitive. You can get Pokemon like Roselia or like your favorites to work in a deck. It will probably be clunky. And you will probably need a strong Pokemon to support that deck. Uh, so it, it, it could be like Zorark, for example. But if you were to play like a Zorark Roselia deck, would it be the best deck in the world? No. Would you be able to like make it less clunky with like draw support and stuff? Yes. Uh, would you win in a tournament? No. Would you have fun with local and friends? Yes, you would. No, no, I disagree because <laughs> what you would have is you would have a disabled Zoroark deck because you'd have to take out some pieces that were making that Zoroark deck work to fit in. Does is the What was the thing that lets you skip second stages? Rare Candy. Stage two. Is, is Rare Candy still available? No, right? Yeah, rare I Candy's out. Is. I don't think they rotated Rare Candy, mm-hmm. though. Well, okay, but still, I need four Badu, four Roselia, or, you know, I just, like... Um, you're, I, you're taking up so much space I think that's going to take away from Zoroark working, <laughs> so Zoroark's not going to work, and Roselia's not going to do anything. No, 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 no. You don't need Badoo. You don't need Pichu to play Pikachu. Usually baby Pokemon are like their own weird thing that they skip. You would need, All right, you, fine. You would need uh, Roselia and Roserade, and I think you would be fine. I don't know no, what no, the current... You don't want no Roserade. You don't want no Roserade. I don't know what Roserade is doing in the TCG. Here's the thing. I put the call out, and the community was like, nah, dog. And, so- and the, other, the other problem, which I didn't think of, is, which is, you know, I, I, I understand, like, you know, I have been doing TCGs in depth for a long time, and it's foolish of me. But yeah. 
<laughs> like the, the other people don't pick up. When you go into a trading card store, a card store, and 90% of card stores out there will have this same thing. They will have a glass display counter. And what will you find in that glass display counter? You will Charizard. find no Charizard. You will find <laughs> as many old magic cards that they have that they want to sell for a thousand, two thousand dollars if they can, whatever. You will find old Yu-Gi-Oh cards on the occasion. You will never, ever find Pokemon singles except for the most rare, we only do Pokemon card shop in the world. So if there was a Roselia card eight years ago, and you're like, Greg's like, oh yeah, I'll play that eight-year-old. Nobody has it. Nobody's going to sell it to you. Because if it's Roselia, it's not Charizard, it's not Pikachu. Nobody held on to it. They threw Absolute it away. Right? It's, it's, you're not going to find it in a card shop. Good luck finding it on eBay. These cards, like nobody cares about old Pokemon cards. Pokemon is all about, even, I, I mean, I don't know so much about Expanded, but it is all about whatever, like, the standard, what is good now. Once it's not good anymore, people do not hold on to those cards. And the cards lose all value. So they're like, there's no sense even keeping this around. There, there are exceptions, like full art, car, like full art trainer cards will always, like, hold their value pretty okay but, but like but even but actual like to magic cards yeah but like either. actual pokemon like a like a hollow roselia from like five years ago probably 50 cents on tcg player if you can find it if somebody hasn't just thrown it in the trash <laughs> i i would assume there would probably be a way to make roselia work not according to everybody in the world well challenge prove me wrong internet Find some Roselia deck that doesn't make you just cry and walk away from <laughs> I the mean, table. They're releasing Gardenia's Roserade. You know what's like? I remember first getting into the Pokemon trading card game. Um, it was me and my friend Aaron. We we he was actually the one that was like, we should buy Pokemon cards, and I was like, nah, like I I'm poor, I can't afford that hobby. Like it's it's too expensive. I don't want to go back into collecting. But he was like, let's like it's ten bucks. Let's just get like some like starter decks. We we went to the Target. We got the starter decks. It was it was Heart Gold, Soul Silver. It was like uh, Undaunted or whatever. Like it was the end of Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and black and white stuff was was right around the corner. And we played these starter decks together, and it was like it was like fun, but it was also like the the memories of like man, starter decks are so bad. Like it's like so bad. Thirty five energies. And now, actually, starter decks have gotten really, really good. With, like, the Sun and Moon era and newer, they've really, like, fixed starter decks. There are still, like, some starter decks that are like, oh, don't ever buy the starter deck. But there, there have been starter decks that are like, this is actually a great place to start with this starter deck. I remember finding a group, like, the Pokemon, like, miracle actually happened. Like, I went to a local uh, Saturday play Pokemon League or whatever. Um, and they were having a tournament and I just like sat, like I missed, I didn't know they were having a tournament. I just went. And then, um, somebody who listened to the show, their name was kid. They came up after the tournament. They're like, oh my gosh, I love the show. And then, um, we played and he was like very good. And he like, we like talked about stuff. And then I met some of his friends. And then all of a sudden I had like eight people to play TCG with. And none of us at the time were like experts or played competitively like we we read 
or we would go to like six prizes. I don't even think I think six prizes closed down, but it was like a Pokemon TCG so. website. And we would just like build decks of our Pokemon. Like I was like, I really like Politoed at the time. I was like, I want a Politoed deck. And there just happened to be a Politoed card with an okay ability. And that like period of my life was probably like the most fun I had with Pokemon TCG because it was just like four to eight people sitting like once a week like building these weird decks and playing with each other and like trying to understand the rules and like get better on the rules and be like hey you can't do that like learning it more that was always my problem with like getting into something like netrunner where like irene and i would play netrunner and it was like i'm not 100 percent sure if we're allowed to do this like i'm looking in the rule book i can't really tell does this ruin or break the game um and we could never really find a netrunner meetup or anything like that but then when, like, I turned the leaf into, like, going to these Pokemon tournaments and, like, trying to build these meta decks and, like, playing meta and, like, trying to build rogue decks to counter meta, like, it was still fun, but, like, there was, like, that, like, small point where, like, you had, like, six people in a small apartment all just playing these, like, really random decks of, like, their favorite Pokemon and stuff. Like, you can still have a bunch of fun there, but, like... Yeah, I don't know if if you build a Roselia deck and then you go against, like, whatever the meta is, which I think right now is, like, Mew and whatever. Like, obviously, the person have, playing Mew has, like, the distinct advantage, but, like, it's still possible for the I Roselia deck to win. I have zero interest in, in going to a tournament and playing these. I'm saying I just want to play a deck that I would enjoy with my friends. But it's, your mistake is, number one, you want to play a deck. <laughs> Uh, because it's going to be so bad that you're not going to want to play it. Man, kid ruined my life. Now I have just, you have just, I have realized this because man, he is the one who got me into trading card games. And if anybody could see the background that these guys can see that you can't see on YouTube, my, my life is destroyed by trading card games now. Yeah. You know, what's the best thing when you first go to a Pokemon league, it's the 12 year old who says, what you're playing with a starter deck. Ha ha ha. You're a fool. And then you stop them into the no, ground. No, 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 because the starter decks can't win against a meta deck, and you're just done. Question of the week. What is the question of the week? Let's have the question of the week. This is a TikTok thing. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you either. Suffer, Pope. It's not my consciousness is in the sixth dimension. Hmm. This is from our Attic channel in Slack. Brandon, I, I really do like this question. Where are the most interesting places you played Pogo? Uh, I like, so event-wise, like, it's hard to separate because, like, Chicago Go Fest and St. Louis Safari Park were great events, but, like, those cities aren't interesting. <laughs> okay, if the weather was nice, that park was incredible. Yeah. That park would be I mean, like St. a Louis place is I would love place. to go to play Pogo consistently. Mm, playing in DC was pretty cool. When we played for um, what was that? It was like they had a, it was Suicune, Suicune raid. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's probably Japan. I mean, playing playing in um, I think playing in Osaka was more exciting than Tokyo. Because Tokyo is very, very big um, and very spread out. And, like, there are pockets of Tokyo, uh, like Shibuya, uh, which, like, things were happening. But I think in Osaka, 
that is where like every single raid was like constantly filling up. There was like no event. I think it was I think Dialga was maybe in raids. It was like the first time Dialga was in raids, couldn't be shiny. Um but like Osaka was more I don't want to say like jam packed, but it just felt like because everything was so close together, like once like we had to take the train into like the downtown area, which was only like a ten minute ride. And then once we were there, it was just like you reached and could see so many gyms and stops and like everything was always filled. And if you were in like a store or something, you could still reach the gyms. And that was like a really, really cool experience. And it was like, I remember there was a McDonald's down a, like a in but sandwich in between a bunch of like, cause everything on in Japan is like on top of each other. So there was like a McDonald's sandwich in between a bunch of stuff. And it was just a Dialga raid. And Irene and I ended up in separate, raids and both ones filled like both got to 20 instantly and you could just like look around because it was also near that huge bridge that went over the water i don't know like if you know asaka you know exactly where i'm talking about like this is bridge and then there's like this neon like red person on the sign and then there's the mcdonald's if you saw it if you if you if you've been there you know exactly where i'm talking about but it was crazy just to see all of these people join this mcdonald's raid and look around and you could just see everyone tapping their screen. And again, there was like no event. There was like no special bonuses. It was just a normal like Thursday afternoon for Pogo. And then once the raid was over, you just saw everyone like disperse <laughs> and just like leave. <laughs> and it was like very cool. And I think Greg is correct. Like it's hard to separate events. Right. Versus just like a normal day of Pogo. And that that to me, that normal day of Pogo just felt very surreal of like being I in japan doing that local like i think seattle is very interesting to play because seattle's just uh, interestingly laid out city i did not like playing in dallas when were you in dallas, dallas is way too spread out la is not a great walking city mm, i still i still like playing in boston a lot i haven't played there yet but i'll find out so boston if you want to move to the top of the list make it special yeah, I, in like Austin, Austin, Texas, went down there for PAX. It was it was okay, nothing like super special. Everything like I think. Wait, no, no, not Austin. Um, San Antonio, San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. My bad. I have been to Austin and I have played in Austin, but same thing with Greg. It's like everything is spread out. You got to drive. I mean, like what? You could drive. Austin is like the most walkable city. Anywhere. Okay, so my friends lived in Austin, but they lived at the outskirts of Austin. So well, that's their fault. Well, yeah, so we had to get in a car. A pogo friendly house. We they didn't buy a pogo. We had to get in a car, drive to the downtown area. It's like I don't think downtown Austin was as great as like downtown Boston or downtown Seattle. I would say those were better places. Yeah, I think downtown. I think downtown Seattle is a great is a really good place, and there's a lot there. It's really easy to walk to all this because like. Down by the convention centers was where mostly I've played Pogo. Um, it's really easy to get to a lot of places. So I, I'm gonna I'll stick with Seattle until Boston make it special. Mm, good luck. Uh, this is from Tim. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I just think this question's funny. I'm not gonna pretend. This is Tim from the YouTube. If you wanna leave a comment on our YouTube. Um, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. 
I'm not going to pretend to understand blockchains, DLTs, but what are your all thoughts on implementing an almost NFT? Uh, for the record, I hate, I think NFTs are dumb. I, NFTs are bad. Uh, NFT I disagree with both of you, but style system in Pokemon where you could obtain, buy or obtain in-game Pokemon you would own regardless of games. So, for example, a new Animal Crossing comes out, boom, you can display your Pokemon in it. Boom, your Pokemon is in your VR house. Uh, Pokemon could be displayed on your profile. I'm not necessarily supportive of this idea, but I would be interested to hear your discussion on it. One, it's called Amiibo. <laughs> Two, it's a bad idea. I, I, I think I fundamentally have, a, have an issue with this question because Pokemon already are NFTs. They're, they're digital tokens that represent something right now they don't have commercial value although i we've discussed in the past people do sell the electronic pokemon on ebay even though that's illegal and they're tradable yeah i saw some article of somebody being like hey we're turning pokemon cards into nfts and i was like do you do you not know that the Pokemon trading card game online has existed for like <laughs> exactly they're already like yes. they're already like like a full art Cynthia in the Pokemon trading card game online is like forty packs, <laughs> and four that's like a lot of packs for just you know Cynthia. Um, I mean, sort of barring the discussion of the many, 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 many issues with NFTs and what NFTs represent. I much like Amiibos, much like anything where you are selling "quote unquote" ownership. It is, it is not sort of a great idea, like to, to like break it down into you. The way to I mean, so anytime you're going to add in monetary value, you're also going to have to try to add in scarcity, because people who own that thing want there to be not many of them. Yeah. Because the way that an NFT is going to work is there can only be so many of them. So then we're getting into the fact that well. They put up 10 Arceus for sale. They all got purchased, and those are now the only 10 Arceus that are ever going to exist. And well, those people I, own them. That's a, a very limited point of view on what the concept of NFTs can mean. It, does, it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be a sort of a, a, a value engine of being limited supply. It, NFT could solely mean... I, Boy, I can't get <laughs> I can't get into my like four hour lecture on what NFTs I mean, mean. But if but, if we're gonna if they're not gonna add in scarcity, then we already have it with home and yes, bank. You caught it yes. once and you moved it forward. So, but the the difference is, and what what sort so, of so there's the thing that people see with NFTs, which is like the crypto punks or the bored apes or the thing that's being sold. Oh, those dumb monkeys! That, Ugh. <laughs> they're apes they're apes that okay and and if that is what you see when people talk about nfts just take my first word for this you're looking at the wrong thing the issue of nfts is the concept of ownership and proof of ownership and how that is publicly known which currently in the art world which is what this is sort of like a digital critique of is somebody could own a piece of art 
And there may be a paper contract in a locker somewhere that says that, but it's not publicly known. With NFTs, everybody knows that you own a particular something. So you could have Pokemon on the blockchain, and it says basically every my Pokemon home is registered on the blockchain, and anybody who wants to look can see exactly which Pokemon that I have in my Pokemon home. No money, no nothing like that's not involved. And then, therefore, it could go for what this person was asking and then say, all right, if another game, non-Pokemon game, wants to access the blockchain and say, all right, so these are Will's Pokemon. He has proof of ownership of these on the blockchain. We can now represent them in this other game. That's fine. And it doesn't have to be about money. Except it's about money. Well, I mean, doesn't it? That's, that's a limited view. I mean, it's a limited view that is based off of where we are in late stage capitalism, which created blockchains and NFTs. <laughs> like, they can do that now. If they really wanted to do that free for everybody, why am I, else am I paying sixteen ninety nine a year for Pokemon Home? I have proof of registry. Well, wouldn't it be better if you just had a, a wallet? A bit, I don't want to say a Bitcoin wallet, but a wallet? I mean, that's what and, home is supposed to be. It's on it, my mobile it, phone. It is. It's a, it is a variation on well, that. Well, I think which, part of the problem yeah. with like Pokemon outside of Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go still has this problem is is like the hacked or duplication or whatever that I don't think I'm pretty sure the Pokemon company doesn't like that like PK hex exists. I'm pretty sure the Pokemon company doesn't like that somebody is selling a copy of X and Y on eBay for $40 and it says like all 649 shiny Pokemon and a thousand Master Balls, right? Like PK hex still exists? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, if, like, I, I like to collect shiny Pokemon, right? And I, I, I think there is, there's always a conversation of what shiny Pokemon are worth. And if shiny Pokemon were worth something, they, they could be tradable, no money aside. Like what Will was saying. Like, if I got a shiny, authentic Sinistee, which would arguably be a, a very, hard shiny to find um although like somebody could be starting that hunt and get it in two encounters somebody could be starting that hunt and get it in two years right like it's just random it's just rng there is no like there is no marketplace i'm I'm using marketplace loosely because again no money aside but there's nothing stating that shiny authentic synesty is worth two shiny snorlax or or you know what i mean like there is no like fair trade. It's just what people deem that what they would want in exchange. Where I would argue that the Pokemon trading card game online had a marketplace, right? Like a digital version of Cynthia, which was a supporter card, you know, shuffle your hand into your deck, draw six cards, was worth 40 digital packs of unopened Pokemon cards. Like that is a, that is a, nft like situation of like this digital good is worth these digital goods and we are now trading for that but there is no receipt um and i'm not going to say i understand nfts with the receipts and all that stuff but like i feel like pokemon would be worth something if if there wasn't just like the ability to like duplicate or or make your own or hack or or whatever because the pokemon company is doing 
it's almost like the Pokemon company wants that. Like, you can only get Shaman from these 20 days. Hey, if you don't get Darkrai by the end of April, you will no longer get Darkrai in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Hey, did you buy Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl? Guess what? You can't get Manaphy anymore because that, that person just doesn't give you that egg anymore. Um, if you miss Shaman 16 days ago, sorry, you can't get Shaman. It's like they want to create these very rare, very sought after Pokemon. Those Pokemon should have some sort of like value, whether that's that, whether that's like a memory or whether that's like a collection person purpose or whether that's like, I got an extra Shaman. You missed out on that Shaman. I missed out on this event that you have extras of let's trade because that's fair or that's like equal of quote unquote value but we just don't have that i guess the closest we have that to is pogo where like if i find a shiny rock ruff in pogo that's a that's at this point as of this recording shiny rock ruff is very sought after in the community like people would probably trade a shiny snorlax which is also pretty sought after in the community Somebody could be like, I want to trade my shiny Snorlax for your shiny Rockruff because Rockruff's my favorite Pokemon. I've spent $50 on raid passes. I haven't gotten Rockruff yet. But even so, Pokemon Go is kind of spoofing, kind of gets rid of that, right? But like, at least there's like, I don't know, maybe there is PKX for Pokemon Go. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I mean, probably. Pro- pro- there's probably some manipulation there. But I-, I think like, Pokemon is like far away from that kind of like weird value for value kind of thing not money but like what is what is this worth compared to what this is worth in the sense of like closer to the pokemon trading card game i don't know it's all weird just like have fun But like I don't think I don't think Pokemon as a whole is against that because the Pokemon trading card game exists. Like the physical version of the Pokemon trading card game exists where like mm-hmm. sh- like if you were a kid back in the 90s and you had a Charizard and somebody wanted your Charizard, they would have to trade you a lot of other Pokemon to trade for that Charizard. Like it wasn't like Charizard for Blastoise was a fair deal. It was like not nah, nah. Nah, if I if you want my Charizard, I want a Blastoise, I want an Alakazam, I want a Mewtwo, and I want a Gloom. I want like those four cards for this Charizard. Like it's like they're not. I, I don't think Pokemon as a whole is ever against like the trading I mean, aspect. Now, now listen, listen to me right now. I have an offer for both of you. Okay, whoever is the highest bidder, I have an ancient Mew. <laughs> I'll trade rare, you. rare, zero value, zero value that that you two can fight over right now. Can I can I offer a gold Polyworld Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> no, I already ha- I already have one of those. Okay, unfortunately, that's the, that's the best I could do. Um, Pokemon of the week. All right, last week's Pokemon. Get that up on screen here. I forgot to write something down. So it was it was only one sentence, so it's super easy, and you'll get it quick. Uh, so last week's Pokemon. This is a Pokemon whose name could be taken to mean shade. That is to say, out of the sun. Wow! I was drinking it's... water. It's Chatot Sableye. Dang! What's the word for sun? What's another word for sun? Solgaleo. Soul rock. <laughs> well, I mean, you're close, Lunatone. but what's What's the word for sun? 
Like the official name. It's a solar system because it revolves Star. around Sol. S O L. I said Sol Rock. The sun is no. A you star. said so, I said another word for so, for sun. I, it's Absol. Absol. The disaster. Absol. Absol doesn't like the sun. It's dark type. I said it, it doesn't. I said its name. Oh goodness gracious! Ab means away from. Abs. Okay. I gotta work on my abs. Uh, Absol has a cool mega. Does it? It's got the one rings angel Sephiroth thing going so for like it. Little wings, uh, yeah. In Diamond and Pearl, Absol appears on Route 213, which is close to Lake Valor, which was drained by Team Galactic. In Platinum, Absol appears on Mount Coronet in one of the places when first accessing the Spear Pillar before Garatina is released by Team Galactic. In Black and White, Absol can be found by the giant Chasm. 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 A place where disasters are said to befall trainers uh, and Route 13, 13 being known as an unlucky number. Um, indeed, two years later, the giant chasm is where Team Plasma makes its stand. In Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, Absol can be found next to Tapu Village, which was destroyed years later by uh, earlier by Tapu Bulu. In Pokemon Ranger, Shadows of Almia, Al- Al- Almia, uh, Absol can be found next to the Altru building and Altru Tower, from which Tim... Wait, what? I never played this game? The team name is Dim Sun? Team Dim Sun plans to take over and control all Pokemon in the region. Absol was the last year's answer to Pokemon's trainer's choice. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Absol is the only non-legendary Pokemon to be featured on the box art of Pokemon Box, Ruby, and Sapphire. Hey, Greg has a copy of that. I do. Absol and Togepi are the only non-flying Pokemon that can have super luck as their ability. Shuffle icon for the Mega is so emo, and I love it. Shiny is also very good. Absol's like the Hot Topic Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Somewhat, somewhat. It is is absolutely chain wallet. (laughs) Chain wallet energy. Listening to Fallout Boy. So it's it's that weird, like, uh, Japanese wabi-sabi where it's like, it's got the one (laughs) horn, and it's like, you know, off. It's not bad. Like, you know, all... all, uh, Western demons and stuff are always balanced. You and, like, know that Mega Absol wants you to listen to it. It's mix CD in the car. Mm. Hardcore. Yeah. Even though you said driver picks music, Absol's like, but. <laughs> I've got this new dashboard this confessional. New- it's so good, you guys. Hands down. It speaks to me like you don't even understand. All right. This week's Pokemon. This week's Pokemon will either be easy or difficult for fans of the Pokemon game Pokemon Legends Arceus to identify. This Pokemon is one of those with an alternate regional form, albeit an unheralded one. While it is not a baby Pokemon, it is one of those varieties that is easily ignored and typically unloved, like a memorial plaque at a rest stop on I-70 in Ohio. In fact, in the game where this Pokemon first appeared, It is the only one of that variety to receive a regional form. Originally, it could have been described as the Kleenex Pokemon, but its new form is more like the letters you receive in your postbox. All right. 
Uh, we will be back next week. I don't know in what form, uh, since Greg and I are leaving on Thursday to go to PAX. And I don't... Greg, when do you come back? Monday. Are you Monday morning or Monday evening? Monday morning. I picked the times close to yours. Oh. Okay. Will Anderson solo show. Um, so I don't know if uh, Will, Greg, and I will record early or if Will will just handle it. Um, we'll figure that out. We It's actually Saturday when we're recording this, so we, we, we got all weekend. Um, so, but there'll be a podcast regardless of, of that. And then the following weekend, I'm traveling to a wedding, although um, I'm only going to be gone for two days. So we'll figure that out too. But uh, obviously, podcasts will still happen. Um, Twitch streams up until PAX. And then when I get back. Uh, speaking of Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Uh, if you want to... I don't know what we're doing right now. We're still Shining Hunting Shaman. Um, still Touching Legends. Still... Oh, we went back to X and Y this past week. That was a treat. Why? I saw that. And I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, well, now now that I've gone back, I'm like, oh, there's 60 Shinies in here. I need to get ribbons on them. I need to move them forward before Pokemon Home... I was doing a little chain fishing. It was a, it was a, there's a lot. But we'll be back next week. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that, PKMNCast, t- Twitch, all that stuff. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. Really, really helps out. I think like 70% of people who watch the podcast are not subscribed on YouTube. If you're, wa- if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or all that stuff, thank you. Making it to the end. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Will is at Washing the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake on Twitter. PKM and CST on Twitter. If there was any pod uh, ads this episode, I guarantee you the promo code was either PKMNCST, unless it was for every plate. Uh, but we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Blockchain PKMST is now your one stop shop for NFTs of Will. Steve and myself buy us digitally and proof of your purchase will be forwarded I don't know somewhere look I don't know how this works it's just a bad idea This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or ISE.cash in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.